Shit. This is what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you what I'm feeling like. Da, 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 da. Yo, y'all. What up, dope people? I'd like to welcome you back to the Keep It A Scene podcast. I am your boy, Brown. This is the Week 12 NFL Recap. We recap in every Sunday game. Thanksgiving weekend, so you know they had three games, so it was a short Sunday. We're going to start it off in Cincinnati. They was hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they beat the brakes off of those boys 41-10. You had Joe Burrow. He threw for 190, a touchdown and an interception. We had Joe Mixon. He got busy. We had a Joe Mixon sighting, people. Let me repeat that. We had a Joe Mixon sighting, people. Yes, he got busy. 165, two touchdowns. Yikes. If you have Joe Mixon in fantasy football, make some noise. He's been definitely getting busy the last couple weeks. We also had a TJ Higgins sighting. He had six for 114 and a touchdown. On another note, Jamar Chase, quiet game again, three for 34. Soon as I put him up there with the elites, he's disappeared. I'm just saying, Cincinnati is seven and four. Ben Roethlisberger, 263. A touchdown, two interceptions. Yikes. Najee Harris, he's been getting busy this season, but he didn't get busy yesterday. 23 yards. He also had three catches for 14 yards. And Deontay Johnson, he caught nine catches for 95 yards, but he didn't get in the end zone. Pittsburgh is 5-5-1. Five, five and one. If your team black and yellow, how you feeling about black and yellow? Are the Steelers a playoff team? People, let us know. Next up, we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The defending champs, they went to Indy and they pulled off the 38-31 victory. Brady, 226, a touchdown and an interception. But we had a Leonard Fournette sighting people. Vito, you talk about got busy. Fournette got busy. 100 yards on the ground and not one, not two, but three of them things. Three touchdowns on the ground. He also had seven catches, 31 yards, and another touchdown for four touchdowns. Yikes. Shout out Leonard Fournette. If you had Leonard Fournette, make some noise, fantasy football people. I actually went against Leonard Fournette this weekend. He didn't have enough to, to, you know, get over the hump, but I'm just saying. Shout out Gronk. He had seven for 123. Tampa Bay, they're eight and three. Carson Wentz, he had 306, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Jonathan Taylor came in with a streak of consecutive games of getting at least 100 yards or more scrimmage yards. And that streak was broke today. He only had 83 yards on the ground. He did get in the end zone. Um, not that many yards through the air. Jack Doyle, six for 81 in a touchdown. Indy, they're six and six now. Here's the thing with Indy. Indy was up 10 
to start the, the second half. And instead of trying to just feed the ball to Jonathan Taylor like they've been doing, it ain't it, it ain't brain surgery. They decide to try to air air the Buccaneers out, and they let the Buccaneers come right back into the game. Like I don't understand what 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 runs through the minds of these coaches. I mean, I I, I gotta believe that anybody can be a coach. I gotta believe anybody can be a coach because it it doesn't take rocket science. It's okay if I do this well and it works. Why am not gonna do that? Why am I gonna go somewhere else? And when they lost the lead and and got and, and got back into the game, it's because they started giving Taylor the ball. It's like they ain't want that man to keep that streak alive. I'm just saying, India six and six people. How you feeling about it? Are the Colts a playoff team? Cole, what up, though, Cole? Holla at your boy. Y'all a playoff team? Holla at me. Let me know. Next up, we had the Miami Dolphins. They was hosting the Carolina Panthers, and they beat the brakes off of the Carolina Panthers 33-10. to Tua, he threw for 230 and had a touchdown. Miles Gaskin, pardon me, 49 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. We had a Jalen Waddle sighting, people. He had nine for 137 and a touchdown. Good golly, Miss Molly. Shout out Jalen Waddle if you got him in fantasy football. I actually got him, so I'm – and. I, I will say this, watching Jalen Waddle in Miami, it's like every week, it's like he's starting to get better. So, like I'm saying about Jamar Chase's disappeared, it's like Waddle is starting to get better as the season goes along. I'm just saying Miami 5-7, and seven, I believe they're on a little win streak as well, three games maybe. Um, Carolina, the Panthers, where do you start with this team? We had Cam Newton, 92 yards, two interceptions. He got benched. We had Christian McCaffrey, 30, 35 yards on the ground. He got hurt. We got DJ Moore, four catches for 103. Carolina is 5-7. and seven. Here's the whole thing, people. Here's my whole thing. A lot of times when I keep it a C-note, because that's the name of the show, the reason why I call it Keep It a C-Note is because I always have these debates with my homies before I started the show, and I never go off fandom. I just keep it a C-Note. That's all I can do. So all through last year and the year before that, all around the time I've been saying Ben Simmons is a bum. He's overhyped. He's not that good. He don't got that heart. I was called a hater. Oh, Brown, you a hater. Oh, he played for your home team. Now all those Philly fans that said I was a hater are saying, oh, Brown, you was right. Now they want to say the same thing as me. I said Cam Newton was done. I've been telling my homies Cam Newton is done for two, maybe three years now I've been saying that. Nobody wants to listen to me. Oh, I had my homie hit me up after last week. Ah, Cam did this. He scored this. I said, listen, you got to relax on Cam Newton. It's, it's, look, he's two weeks in. He done got benched already. This after he got cut from New England. He, he said he was just on the couch eating cereal. So he got cut from New England. He came back. Um, 
they all went to with him as a starter, right? He's gotten into the end zone and scored a couple touchdowns. But all I want to remind people is just a couple of weeks ago, Sam Darnold led the NFL in rushing touchdowns. And he's a Carolina Panther, so it's just Matt Rule with his bullcrap offense where only people can score is the quarterback, I guess. But Cam Newton is done. I'm just saying. Do you agree, people? Let me know. Again, Carolina's 5-7. and seven. Next up, we had New England. They was hosting Tennessee, and they beat the brakes off of Tennessee. Good golly, Miss Molly. 36-13. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones threw for 310, two touchdowns. Damian Harris, he didn't do much. And he never really seems to do much, but he always seems to get in the end zone. He had 40 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers, he usually gets you a couple catches but doesn't get in the end zone. He had five for 98. Shout out Kendrick Bourne. If you've been paying attention to New England the last couple weeks, Kendrick Bourne been hooping out. So, you know, playoff time coming up, fantasy football, you need somebody to fill in real quick, you might want to look at Kendrick Bourne. He had five for 61 and two touchdowns. New England is eight and four. Tennessee, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to try to be polite, but I got to keep it a C note. Tannehill, he threw for how many yards? 93? 98? How many yards did he throw for? 93? A touchdown and an interception? Like, really? You don't even break a beam? Like, really? You got to be kidding me. Um, he did not, They did nothing on the ground. I mean, Dontrell Lillard, no, it's pardon me, Dontrell Hillard had 131 in a touchdown. They did nothing in the air. No A.J. Brown, no Julio, um, and they're having a problem. But um, I guess you see the caliber of Tannehill, 98 yards. That is unacceptable. I'm just saying, Tennessee is 8-4, and four, people. How you feel about the Titans? Do you still think they're a playoff team? AJ gone. Derek gone. Julio been done, and I think he's gone. I don't know where he's at, but how you feeling about Tennessee? They, it was all good just a week ago. I'm just saying. Next up, we had the Giants. They was hosting the Eagles. And let me tell you people something. I told these guys that the Eagles would only win six games, right? I said the Eagles will only win six games. And I knew they still had to play the Jets. So with that being said, I had them losing to the Giants. But for some reason, the office pool, I picked the Eagles this week. Silly of me. 13-7, final score. Daniel Jones, 2-0-2, and he uh, threw a touchdown. Saquon Barkley, a little 40 yards on the ground. Kenny Galladay, he had three for 50. Um, the Giants are now four and seven. And again, like I said, they killed my office pool to one week. I don't know what I was thinking now. I don't know what I was thinking. I knew they were going to beat the Jets. I already gave them that, that, that six win. I had them losing to the Giants twice. Some reason I still took them. Silly of me. Jalen Hurts, 129. 
Not one, not two, but three interceptions. Good golly, Miss Molly. He ran for 77 yards. Boston Scott, 64 yards and a touchdown. But if I'm not mistaken, Boston Scott had a key fumble at the end of the game. I mean, I was watching the game with it with the, with the silent with the TV on mute. So I believe that was him that fumbled. But I do know one thing. This week I'm not nominating for no nobody for Butterfinger Award of the Week. The winner this week is Jalen Rager. Rieger, Rager, however you say his name. Cuz, how you say his name? That guy is the Butterfinger Award winner of Week 12. How many drop passes did the guy have on the last drive? On that last drive. The last play of the game, in and out his hands. And Jalen Hurts, why the hell you keep throwing him the ball if you see he can't catch? That nigga couldn't catch a cold in zero below weather. Good golly, Miss Molly. The Eagles are now five and seven, people. Eagles fan, how you feeling about that 6-1 thing? You still don't believe me? You want to go against me? I went against myself today, and I got burnt on it. I'm just saying. Next up, we had ATL. They was in Jacksonville. They came up with the 21-14 victory. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, Matthew, whatever you want to call him, 190, a touchdown, an interception. We had Cordell Patterson. He came back. He had a buckle eight on the ground and not one but two touchdowns. And we also had a Russell Gage sighting people. Six for 62 and a touchdown. Atlanta is five and six. And they're still fighting for a playoff spot. Then we got Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, 228, a touchdown and interception. Their team just looks horrible. James Robinson, 86 yards on the ground. And we had a Tavon Austin sighting people. Two for 21 yards, and he caught it, and one of those catches was a touchdown. Shout out Tavon Austin. Rest in peace to my little brother, Dub. Um, he loved Tavon Austin. I remember the year we were supposed to draft him, and all the buzz was around Tavon. And he like, get Tavon, man. I didn't... And he showed me tape on Tavon. I said, man, that little nigga too smaller. And I know he like the next Percy Harvin. I'm like, man, that nigga look like a dud. I'm not saying I was right. I'm just saying. But shout out Tavon Austin. I see you, boy. How about the Falcons? I got to ask you. If you're a Falcons fan, court, come into the season, how many people were saying Calvin really going to get off this year? How many people were saying Kyle Pitts is going to get off this year? How many people saying, oh, this is going to be the year Russell Gage or uh, what's my what's my man named Ty J. Sharp? How many of y'all, how many Atlanta fans said, oh, this year Cordell Patterson is going to be that dude? How many people actually thought Cordell Patterson would be the best player on the Atlanta Falcons? Keep it a C-note and make some noise for that if you did. Good golly, Miss Molly, how the hell... That boy was just running punts back, and he was a special team boy. How did did he get that good? 
Or does that show you how the talent is over Atlanta? I'm just saying, let us know. Jacksonville's two and nine. The Falcons is five and six. Next up, we had the Jets. They went to Houston and they took care of business 21 to 14. We had Zach Wilson. He threw for 145 in an interception. Tevin Coleman, he ran for 67 yards. Shout out Elijah Moore. He's been getting busy the last couple weeks. They kind of held him in check today. Four for 46. They still get the win. The Jets are three and eight. The Texans, yikes. Tyrod Taylor, 158, two touchdowns and an interception. He also ran for 30 yards. I had to mention that because nobody else on the team did anything on the ground. That team is just horrible. Brandon Cooks, he caught three for 45. He had a touchdown. Shout out to Brandon Cooks, very underrated wide receiver. Um, he's somebody right now that when he leaves Houston, he's he's going to help a team if he goes to the right team. He's one of those guys that's reliable. Um he did. He does have a little concussion problem. I'm just saying, but he always makes catches. He runs great routes. He's tough and all of that. So you know, hopefully he one of them dudes. I want to see one in ring. Hopefully he get one before his career is over. Next up, we had Denver. They was hosting the Chargers. They came away with the 28-13 victory. Seen Teddy Bridgewater. He got knocked out the game. He came back. Threw for 129 and a touchdown. He also ran for a touchdown. Shout out Javante Williams. Um, 54 yards on the ground and a touchdown. He also caught three catches for 57 yards. Putting the APB out. Has anybody seen Cortland Sutton? I mean, I know he just got paid, right? I know Judy is coming back off injury, but has anybody seen these guys? I mean, good golly, Miss Molly. Denver is supposed to have one of them uh, wide receiver cores like Dallas got. And ever, after Judy got hurt, it just fell apart. Sutton ain't did nothing yet. I mean, you got Patrick and them once in a while. They they do a little something here. But I'm just saying, good golly, Miss Molly. Um, the Chargers. I mean, Denver is now six and five people. The Chargers. You have Justin Herbert. He threw for 303, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He also ran for 31 yards. Austin Eckler, he was kind of quiet on the ground today. Not kind of, he was all the way quiet, 31 yards. He did catch six catches for 68 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen, seven for 85 yards, but he couldn't get in the end zone. The Chargers are now six and five. Denver is six and five. What you thinking, people? If 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 you had to pick out of Denver and the Chargers, who would you say is it, it would make the playoffs? Let us know. Next up, we had San Fran. They was hosting the Vikings, and they came away with the 34-26 victory. Shout out Vito. Shout out she. I see y'all. Huh? Jimmy G threw for 230, a touchdown and a pick. I see y'all. I see Mitchell, 133 on the ground and a touchdown. Go ahead, Elijah, I see you. 
How about Debo Samuel? 66 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. They found the little thing to run him as a running back now, huh? He's, he's become an explosive running back. He did get hurt, though, so we got to keep an eye on that. Also, Fred Warner got hurt, so let's pay attention to that, too. Brandon Ayuk, 3 for 91. Congratulations, San Fran is officially above 500. Shout out to that, y'all. Kirk Cousins, 238, two touchdowns and an interception. Dalvin Cook, he ain't really do much on the ground. He had 39 yards. He also was injured. I'm I'm talking about like he was carted off. So, and I think I seen a tear or two in his eye. So, um, let's just hope it ain't nothing serious. Adam Thielen, he got busy, five for 62 and two touchdowns. And then you had Justin Jefferson, four for 83. Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings. They are now five and six people. Next up, we had Green Bay, the Packers, hosting the L.A. Rams, my boys. And Green Bay got busy. They came up with the 36-28 victory. Aaron Rodgers threw for 307, threw for two touchdowns. He also ran for a touchdown on a broken toe. Sheesh, A.J. Dillon, 69 yards on the ground. He also caught five catches out the backfield for 21 yards and a touchdown. Devontae Adams, 8 for 104. And that boy Randall Cobb, shout out Randall Cobb. He was getting busy on us in the first half before he got hurt. He finished with four for 95 and a touchdown. Green Bay is now 9-3, and three, people. The Rams, Matthew Stafford, 302, three touchdowns and an interception. The interception was a pick six. Three straight games with a pick. He, he's through a pick six. You got to get it together, Matthew Stafford. Daryl Henderson ran for 55 yards. He also caught four catches for 18 yards and a touchdown. We had a Van Jefferson sighting. He had three for 93 and a touchdown. Cooper Cup had a seven. Uh, pardon me. He had a quiet seven for 96 yards. He did not get into the end zone. Last but not least, I know a lot of people been waiting on it, especially if you're an Odell Beckham fan. He had five for 81, and he finally got into the end zone with a touchdown, but he was hurt. So, we don't know the severity. we seen him walking around with a heat and pad yesterday. So, you know, the Rams are 7-4. and four. Here's my whole thing with the Rams. First of all, defense is soft. We went from the number one defense last year to getting ran over, getting bullied. Like, the defense is just soft. You got Jalen Ramsey. You got all these pass rushers. You got Darius Williams, who's great, supposed to be good at man-to-man, but yet you're running zone. Every week, teams are killing you right through the middle of the field. Whoop, whoop, dink and dunk, little slot passes. And and you choose to take your money and spend it on Odell when you could have got another linebacker. You could have got help on the defense. 
People ask me when I first when we first got Odell, oh Brown, how you feel about it? Oh Brown, y'all cheating. Oh Brown, y'all trying to pay for a chip. Like I try to tell people, people, you gotta relax. Football is not basketball. In football, all them star players on one team usually doesn't work. The last team I can remember doing it was when Dion went to Dallas and they won that last chip, but Maybe y'all can help me remember. Um, I don't know if Sam, I think Dion was after the San Fran, but either one of them. What I'm saying, usually that doesn't happen. Because when you got all them good name players on your team, usually they take up most of your roster spots, so you're thin. One injury, you're done. But what I'm saying is we went from the number one defense last year to, I don't care what, what the rankings say we are, but we're like bottom 10 defense right now. And that's basically because we're soft. Uh, Sean McVay, he continues with the same bull crap. And, you know, at this point with Bobby Woods, with us losing Bobby Woods, I think we should have kept Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, he, he's been hooping out, getting busy since he's been over the Raiders. But here's the last thing I will say because I don't want to just be griping. And, uh, yeah, I will say this. I heard the announcers saying on a couple of players, oh, Odell didn't run the right way. Uh, they need just more time so they get to know each other. I will say that's bull crap. If you go back and you watch film of Odell when he played with the Giants, a lot of times he breaks routes off and does his own thing. He did the same shit with Baker Mayfield, and, and it's just like – Nobody's ever going to hit. The guy doesn't run good routes. He's not a good route runner. Um, our receivers, most of our receivers are good blocking receivers. He really can block. But what I'm saying is when you going out there just freestyling, like, and then dudes is throwing it to where you're supposed to be at, that's pick, that's incomplete. And, like, nah, you can't just be out there freestyling like that, bro. That don't make you good. Because he can make the spectacular catches. He can even burn you and all that. But that nigga ain't going to be where he's supposed to be at on the field. You can't rely on it. I'm just saying, though. The Rams, y'all got to get it together. Seven and four. I keep it a C. You know, right now, the Rams are not a playoff team. If the defense don't get together, not a playoff team. I don't think, not a championship team, not a playoff team, not nothing. You know what I mean? If dudes keep running over us like that, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't win another game. I'm just saying. Last up, we had Sunday night football. We had Baltimore. They hosted the Cleveland Browns, and they got the 16-10 victory. Lamar Jackson, 165. He threw for a touchdown, but he threw four picks. Yikes. This was a very sloppy game. Um, he did run for 65 yards. Oh, excuse me. He ran for 68 yards. Mark Andrews, four catches, 65 yards. He got in the end zone. You talk about a safety blanket. It seems like no matter what, Mark Andrews always gets off with Lamar. Shout out to that. Hollywood Brown had eight for 51, but he didn't get into the end zone. Baltimore is eight and three again, people. Baker Mayfield, two forty-seven and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt was back. He ran for twenty yards. 
that was bad, but that was good compared to Nick Chubb. He only ran for 16 yards. Yikes. Jarvis Landry, six catches for a buck 11, but he couldn't get into the end zone. We had a David Njoku site, and he had three for 35 and a touchdown. David Njoku, people, I want y'all to remember the name because I want to ask y'all something. Cleveland is now 6-6. Six and six. What do you think? Will Cleveland make the playoffs? Let us know. Now, I just want to – David Njoku, does anybody remember a couple years ago when he had that breakout year? He was putting up numbers. I think this right before Baker Mayfield came. I know he got hurt, and then when he came back, Baker's been a quarterback. Did the injuries make him fall off? Or is it Baker? Because I'm just saying, I thought David Njoku was going to be nice. And I I remember, if you remember that year, David Njoku was rocking. Let us know. Um, Another thing, if you're tired of these Sunday night football flex games, these dud games that they keep flexing, drop a comment. The NFL got to get better. They got to let the fans vote on the flex game or something. This game was horrible. Five turnovers in, like, the last two, three minutes of the first half. Horrible. Horrible. It took, like, an extra ten minutes to to play, like, 45 seconds because there was so many damn turnovers in the game. That was horrible. Yeah, they need to do a better job on these flex games. I don't care if we got to watch the same – team every Sunday night like as long as it's the good teams and the competitive games like Cleveland and Baltimore should have never got flexed into that game and to that spot I'm just saying NFL y'all gotta do better before we wrap up I wanna do a start one bench one cut one and the first one I wanna do Odell Beckham Jr. AJ Green Julio Jones. This is all based off of this season, people. Start one. Bench one. Cut one. Who you got? I started for you. Um, just because it's based off this season, no disrespect to Julio. You're, you're the best out of these three, and you're great. But um, you're getting cut. Odell will go on my bench. And A.J. Green, even though he's also done, all three of them are done. Let's let's clear that up. But AJ been more consistent than these other two jokers, so I would start AJ Green. But who you got, people? Next up, start one, bench one, cut one. You got Ryan Tannehill. You got Baker Mayfield. You got Cam Newton. Start one, bench one, cut one. Who you got? And keep it a C note, you already know I'm cutting Cam. Um, ah, the other two, they're, they're just as bad. But um, I'll probably a bench Tannehill and start Baker Mayfield. I'm just saying. Who you think, people? Next up, start one, bench one, cut one. CeeDee Lamb. Debo Samuels. Justin Jefferson, start one, bench one, cut one. Who you got? Vito and she don't start your bull crap. I started off. My starter would be Justin Jefferson, of course. Debo showed me a lot, but he hasn't showed me enough, so I would cut Debo 
and C.D. Lamb would be my bench guy. Let me rephrase that. Not that Debo hasn't shown me enough because Debo has shown me more than I thought he had. But at the end of the day, I just think C.D. Lamb is better than him, so I would take C.D. Who y'all got? Last one. Start one, bench one, cut one. Based off of this season, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones. Start one, bench one, cut one. Who you got? I'm going to cut Daniel Jones. Ah, pains me to say it, but I'm going to bench Jerry Goff and I'm going to start Carson Wentz. What y'all think, people? Who y'all got? Anyway, I'm about to wrap this episode up, wrap this recap up, go get me some breakfast, go get me some coffee. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, Continue to spread the word, continue to share the, the links, continue to... Share your input on social media. Make sure um, you subscribe to our YouTube page. Please subscribe to the YouTube page. Please make sure y'all hit that like button. And if you tune into the podcast on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or anywhere up, make sure you hit the follow button, the like button, the heart button, whatever button. Just show us some love, people. Um, as always, we definitely appreciate you. Um just make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell everybody to keep it a C note. I'm your boy Brown. I'm uh, I'm I'm still a little hurt from this LA game yesterday. Yeah, I'm out of here, people. Holla at your boy. Shit. This is what I'm feeling like Let me tell you what I'm feeling like